This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Fact or myth? In the big game, the coin toss usually comes up heads. That is a myth. In fact, tails has come up more often in recent years. Football is full of myths. Like the pigskin isn't actually made of pigskin. Gambling is a share of myths too. Unfortunately, believing gambling myths can cost you a lot of money. So learn what's myth and what's fact at KeepItFunOhio.com. You'll also find helpful tips, interesting quizzes, and great games all to help ensure gambling is always fun. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336. We are the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I am your endearingly stuttering host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the butt lover, Josh Sroka. Hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. We, Happy uh, holidays. Did you get last all your week, Christmas shopping done? Yes, my Christmas shopping is all done. But we yeah, didn't do you, a show, well... We did a show yeah, last week, shop. but not together. Yeah, yeah, we did the the uh, the what if show. The what if show, which uh, great great feedback on the what if show. I got a okay. question for you about the what if show. Yeah, we're just getting started with the what if show. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Well, people should have checked out the what if. Here's my question for you. I've been considering this all week, and I haven't made this move yet. Our what if show is about one person. Yeah. What that, if? that yeah. That one person I have sent text messages with back and forth in the past. What if we interviewed that person? What if I sent the what if episode to that person and asked them to check it out? Is that a bad move? I think it's a mistake. <laughs> you think too, that's a mistake? Too soon. Is that a, that's my question. Is that a too soon move? Yeah. And I always thought it'd be good to have Chris Davis on again. I think maybe we might even talked about this. Yeah. Too soon. Hashtag too, too soon. soon. All right. I, I all right. I want... A couple years. All right. Not yet. Too soon. Maybe when, uh, when, he, when it's Orioles Hall of Fame time. Yeah. Uh, we can revisit this. But... But yeah, I, no, I just know we're just getting started with that what if episode because I mean that was our first one, so there's oh yeah, that came from. we're gonna we definitely it's our warm up one, yeah, definitely do more. It's Christmas week. I head yep. up to Maryland on Friday morning. Yeah, so I'm and I'm spending a whole week up there. So it's the I believe it's the longest I've been in Maryland since moving away from Maryland. Oh, nice, yeah. Celebrate so some Christmas, celebrate some New Year's, record some what ifs, record some what ifs. Yeah, and I got I got off work all week, so. Uh, tomorrow is my last day. Though, in fairness to me, I, mentally I've stopped working probably three weeks ago. But physically, now, tomorrow is my last day. Did you get the email like some of the other counties in Maryland? 
our email Same. was a little bit different, Josh. <laughs> okay, it wasn't take home all your stuff in case uh, you got to go to remote. No, our email we are we are not considering going to virtual. Okay, <laughs> like it was just it was, it was okay. the opposite. Like it was like, hey, everyone else is freaking out. Yeah. Remember, you just, work on the Eastern yeah. Shore. We're good. I understand other counties are emailing their teachers, so we're just going to email <laughs> teachers too. But we're 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 we're, we're yeah we're, we're staying. Yeah. We're here to stay. I don't. Um, I don't know if other states are doing that or if that's just a Maryland thing, but uh, I know it's not a Florida thing. I'm sure it's not. Um, No, everyone's a little freaked out here because today's our highest number of positive cases per day or in in one day was 3,700 something. Mm -hmm. And today... We we had over six thousand, so people are are freaking out a little bit, and we we don't need to get into the debate. What does it mean to test positive with the vaccine? Yeah, we don't talk politics here. We don't get into politics, even though that shouldn't be a political discussion. But right, you know, I know, but it is political with it. Hey, uh, can I ask you a shopping question? Yeah, there's no baseball, no, <laughs> so no. we got I, lots of other stuff to talk about. Josh, I got a ton of notes of things I want to get to. I don't know if right. we want to talk about owners, players. We can do that we'll if get, you want. We'll get to that. I thought we might. We there's nothing going on there. We can get to that next week. Okay. Because um, yeah, I do want to talk about Buck Showalter. I have a. I have a good. I want to talk about Buck. Um, um, and we both had non-baseball weekends that I think we want to talk. We should talk about. Because uh, that's a little um, weird overlap. I want to talk about the Ravens and Huntley. Yeah. And the, yeah, the future Huntley. That's good. I also what, is this about, is this your little is this a little like teaser at the beginning of the show? Here's some topics we're going to get to. Yeah, I'm just this is for me to make sure I talk about this stuff, and you can remind me if I, if I forget. I also want to talk about. Uh, I just want, and this is related to the Buck Showalter thing, but I want to have a conversation about coaching because John Harbaugh he came under fire yet again yep. for continually. Um, going for 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 for, for two point conversions, yeah. and continually failing to get those two point conversions. Yeah. So I want to talk I, about coaching a little bit here as yeah. well. I think this is the first time I disagreed with the move. Okay, but um, we'll get and, to that. Yeah, uh, um, but but let's first. Can I ask you a question about shop? So I, Josh, you are different yep. people in that you are someone, Josh, who enjoys giving gifts. This is something you like I do. doing. You yes. like to give gifts. Yes, I right. do. You go over there to Bucky's. You, you you know you buy the beef jerky. And you, I have, you like to give gifts. I have a bag of Bucky stuff here to bring back to Maryland. That's not right. even Christmas gifts. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, I, I really don't like giving gifts. I, I really don't care. I don't like uh-huh. doing it. Particularly, you like receiving them? Um, yeah, I don't mind receiving them, um, especially if they're the nice, expensive gifts like new PlayStations. But, but, right. but I, I, I yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to that too. Oh, I got a PlayStation update. Okay, <laughs> let me add to my show notes. Um, but but no, I, I I'm not a fan of the giving, and my biggest, and this is mostly because my wife, right? This is most because Emily, she has a perfect sense of like style, and she really has everything that she needs. So like shopping for her stresses me out because I know whatever I buy, like the worst, my worst nightmare is you spend you know fifty bucks, a hundred bucks, and she never uses it, or she or she really doesn't like it. This is what I hate. Mm-hmm. Does she like candles? I got her a candle. No, she's anti-candles. Really? She, what, yeah, she actually thinks candles contribute to cancers and all that stuff. So, yeah. All right, all right. She's not getting a can- <laughs> candle. Then. It's going to the other sisters. She's yeah. just getting a candle. No, all Emily does is the essential oils now. She's anti-candle embrace oh. essential oils. All right. Just so you know. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, don't do the candles. All right, no candles. But Sorry, Emily. <laughs> It's it's very it's very stressful to shop for her because a she has I feel like most things she wants b she has you know a, and this is true I guess for everybody that they know what they want more than you do yeah it's, it's hard to shop for adults 
Yes. Sure. And I, I don't mind. I like going Christmas Eve. I like the crowded malls. I like fighting for parking. I like all that. It's, but it's, it's also me out to find something that she has a good right. She has a good job, so she buys what she wants when she wants yeah. it. She has Amazon.com. You know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. She has Prime. Uh-huh. So, so here's what happened, Josh. On Saturday, I was like, I'm because usually I went to Christmas Eve. This year, you know, I was prepared. So I'm, on Saturday, I got a list. I got a list of six things I could potentially get Emily if I can find them. Okay. Six things. And I got a couple things right. in my And I'm heading out the door. I say, Emily, I'll see you. Em says, hey, where, where, where are you going? Well, I had to get my oil changed. I had to go to the... Um... Why didn't you say you're going Christmas shopping? Well, I did. She, I did. she knows at some point I go Christmas shopping for I her. I said, I said, I'm doing this. I also, you know you have you get your um, emissions tested for, for your car? Yeah. You know this thing? You have to do something? Yeah. Now yeah. it's self-serve kiosks. Have you done this before where it's just you? There's no. Either. It's just you by yourself. They don't put the thing on your muffler? and. No, there was just like a little stand. As long as your car was like made after 2005 or something, you just take a little plug and plug it in underneath your car. And then, you know, turn your engine oh, like, on. And... Oh, like that little thing under your steering wheel? Yeah. So that was weird. I did that myself. Um, What's, yeah. Then, why did they even make you go in for that? Makes you wonder how, how, why were we paying these people so long just to stick that thing in well, there? And if it's, self, if it's self-serve, why couldn't I just bring someone else's car and plug it in? Nothing you do anybody's car. Well, you have to scan your thing. You have to scan the, <laughs> the thing they sent you. Oh, oh. You have that, you can do. Like this thing right. you in the mail. But, but could anyway. I scan it and then plug the thing into your car? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if they, if they, how smart they are. So, I mean, if it's like the grocery store, self-serve is just set up for theft. Yes. Yeah. You know, have you ever gone to, like, so if you go to self-checkout at, like, Rite Aid or something, you could scan, like, a pack of gum and throw three in your bag. Oh, but for that, sure, That thing Aid, doesn't know. If you go to self-scan Walmart, there's, like, 50 scanners. It's total yeah. chaos. People and everywhere. there's one person watching it, it all. It and there's the, and there's the, there's the tray right above it of more last-minute stuff to buy. So it's like you could easily just stick stuff in your bag. Or even everywhere, though. Yeah, but you could even take – but they're not going to catch you live if you – yeah, you could go up there and scan stuff and walk out, and they don't know whether you scan two or three. It's yeah. like the old Turnpike, uh, Jersey Turnpike, who had the had, used to have the tolls where you would throw change in, and and it would I would not have or ever have a dollar in change in my car. So my move was when I would get up to that thing, everyone moves so fast and doesn't stop. So I would just take handfuls of pennies, chuck them as hard as I can so they explode everywhere. So on the video camera, it looked like I was paying the toll when really it was like 10 cents I was throwing in there. Hmm, that sounds illegal. And driving Have you ever gone to self-checkout and stolen something? No, I'm just saying it's setting up for people to take advantage. All right, and I'm just saying, since you've done this illegal thing in the past, you've taken advantage of the system. I don't know if you did it again. Okay. I uh, do not understand your question. Okay, fair, fair enough. Um, I've never even considered it. So clearly you have even considered it. So you're a step ahead than I. I've never even thought about. Really. I haven't considered I have been with a guy at Home Depot waiting in line to buy a couple of na- screws, and the line's long, and it's taking his time, and he says, screw it, sticks him in his pocket, and walks out. I have seen that. Oh. So he and that, just switched to screws. No, he, he steals them out, yeah. He steals them, yeah. He yeah, just steals them and walks out. Right. Uh, and I like and that, that because because that move, in his mind, he has justified his actions by saying, well, the clock yes. was too slow, or whatever was too slow. So I'm so they justified don't, to do that. Right. It's right, they don't need my three dollars. Not my fault. Yeah, and it was exactly. Yeah, being slow. And this was an old man, like a. And it's like you don't. It's like if your grandfather did it. It was an old, like seven-year-old man. So you don't yeah. tell this guy no. Yeah. But then you also wonder how many times has he done this over his life? Yeah, it adds up. 
Um, but no, so I was going, and then, and then I also said, you know, I'm going shopping. She said, you know, Matt, hold up. I said, all right, Adam, what's up? She's like, listen, this year, I actually already bought all the presents that you, that you got for me. So you just need to wrap them. She already bought presents with me in mind to give to her, and I just need to wrap them. And so Ew, on one hand, that I'm means like, she was super grateful because now I'm less stressed about the shopping. No, on that doesn't hand, say anything like about she's you. Kind of cutting me but, out the picture here. It's saying that you've failed too many times in the past. Oh, is that what I, it says? Um, yes, because I was once married, and the person never bought me gifts. So I would buy my own gifts and say, oh, it's an early Christmas from this person. But I have bought gifts, just, I think, not good gifts. Right, not good gifts. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes. you've done better than her, Yeah. but yes. But, But this is where the slope is heading because it's one less step where she doesn't need me to do this. And it's just one, one, one less reason for me to even exist in this relationship. Right. She didn't she even bother it. to send you the Amazon link. She just took care of it. Right. She didn't say, hey, can, hey, you know, here's some things I'd be interested in. No, she just go ahead and purchase them. So on the one hand, I'm grateful. On the other hand, I feel like uh, a little bit gypped. But I'm, gonna, I'm still going to get her something. So take that, Emily. Um, so anyway, I, I'm, I was a little bit annoyed by, by, by that shopping. But also a mixture of annoyed. And grateful that my thoughtful wife knows how much it stresses me out. So this is very kind of her. So I'm, I don't know how to feel about that one. So I think, all right. So you did not. So the six things on your list, you did not go get any of them. I know. I'm still going to get one of them. But Good. That's, that's the move. The move is go get at least one thing and you yeah. put it in there with the others. So you surprise her. Yeah. Yeah. That's my move. Um, and I was wrapped in with Silas and we put our names on them. And Silas is like, Faye wasn't there for the wrapping, so her name doesn't go on there. So it's just everything's from me and Silas. I think that's that makes sense to me. I I am good with that logic, Silas. Yeah. Um, All all day, by the way, today, Josh, we had our stickers out playing with planes, and Silas kept on pretending this is Uncle Josh on the plane, and he took him to the car. This is Uncle Josh driving to our house. So he's pumped. He's all all about it. Well, good. Me and uh, Silas are going to get more Mario Kart time uh, this weekend. Hey, you want to start talking? Oh, and can we just just one note on Mario Kart, and then I'll move on from my personal <laughs> Okay. Show hey, we got all the time with Mario Kart. I tweeted this out. I, yeah. play, I must have played, because I didn't realize this. I'm an idiot, and I just realized if you beat the Star Cup on 100cc, it unlocks a whole More. new cup. Yes. With, and with then, new racetracks. Yes. And I, I had no idea. Josh, I couldn't beat 100cc. It was so frustrating. <laughs> I stayed up one night till like 1 a.m. playing this stupid game over, over and over again. I went to freaking YouTube.com to like see what other people were doing to win these All races. Right. 100's not even like the fastest. It's the medium speed. Right, 150. So yeah, you haven't beaten it yet? No, I did. I did. It was, it, I beat it, it's like three days ago I beat it. We had a big celebration. It was one of the greatest feelings of my life. Because Sil- the, the new tracks. So you made Silas by new tracks? Yeah. And Did so, he yeah. know how hard you worked to get these tracks? Yeah, he watched the YouTube videos with me. Like, we were in there, <laughs> okay. looking at every shortcut and every course. <laughs> no, it was, you know what happened? Yoshi Circuit, for some reason, I wasn't doing, what, what, what do you call it? The, the drifting where you kind of pick up speed while yeah. you're turning. Yeah, yeah. Where you get that down. And you need to do that for the, the Yoshi circuit. Okay. So, yeah. Anyway, well, at least you had YouTube. See, yeah. they, 
when YouTube I think wasn't we, that helpful, we, but okay. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but Bert, Bert and I used to play the Nintendo a bunch, and we had this game Maniac Mansion, and we got stuck mm-hmm. at a spot in Maniac Mansion, and we could not figure out how to get past, and there was no YouTube to help us out. What we had to do was handwrite a letter and mail it to Nintendo Power Magazine. And then, like, six months later, we got an answer on how to beat the part that we were stuck on. Yeah. So that's some so, games for games. Yeah, we did get an answer, and we were able to beat it. But it, we had to wait six months to hear from the magazine. And I bet you appreciated it when, when you finally did beat it, it. It felt really good. Oh, we had, we had no clue what to do until we got that letter from Nintendo Power. Well, after playing that so. 100cc of 100 times, it felt really good to finally win it. And I didn't, it was probably a good two weeks where I was there trying to, trying to win it, couldn't win it. A good two weeks, and I finally got it. That's funny. Well, I'm glad you got it. I, I, some more tracks will be fun. Well, yeah, I, there's also a bunch of new characters and carts to unlock that I haven't unlocked, so maybe you can help me unlock those. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll play some more. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but let's, I don't know, do you want to start with Huntley um, and Harbaugh, or do you want to start with Buck Showalter? Uh... Let's start. Let's start with Buck. Let's start up in New York. Let's start a little baseball. Okay. So Buck Showalter was hired by the New York Mets. Josh, mm-hmm. reactions, thoughts on the hire? I, well, I believe I texted you immediately. I guess I'm rooting for the Mets. Yeah. Because it's we all love Buck Showalter. We all want to see Buck Showalter win a World Series. Yeah. We. The best part about Buck Showalter's managing the, the Orioles is the Buck Showalter post-game press conferences. I can't wait to see Buck Showalter talk about Max Scherzer and other guys at, the, at his little table. Oh, yeah, Max Scherzer. I forgot about that for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> you're making me look like an idiot. You're staring at me, oh, making me second-guess. Wait, is oh, Max Scherzer not a Matt? All the time? No, no he's a Matt. I know, he is. He, he signed before the lockout. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's the thing, right? The, and I was talking to a co-worker. Like, the, the Mets are going to be good. Like that, yes. The Mets right now have more talent than the Orioles ever had. Correct. Even when, you know, he led us to win the, the, the division. Like, right now, right. the Mets have more talent than that 2014 Orioles team. And so this is exciting for Buck Showalter that he gets to manage actually a good team. Uh, yeah. Yes. And I think good. the hire makes a ton of sense for, for the Mets because you're bringing all these new pieces and a lot of veteran pieces. Um, and you also are coming past the history of dysfunction of, of a dysfunctional franchise, right? The Mets for a while have been dysfunctional yep. from management on down. And so now you bring um, – it's similar kind of like the Dusty Baker thing, cleaning up the Astros mess last year. Uh, it's kind of like that where you bring in a guy who has proven to be kind of a level head, a guy who won't get caught up in things, a guy who this thing will never spiral out of control for a guy like Buck Showalter. Um, and a guy who's who's good at connecting with players and good and you know good at building those player relationships, um, and a guy who knows you know more about baseball than anybody. So it just it makes and, a ton of sense on so many levels. And I think he'll be also experienced with the Yankees as his previous manager experience with the Yankees. So the New York media, I don't think, of course, will not be big be too 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 big for him. I mean, this is a guy who was start who started on Seinfeld and Seinfeld. So it's not gonna be too big for him. Well and so it just seems like a win all the way around for for the Mets. Totally. And it's also something where as Mets fans, as Met ownership, as Met players, you everyone knows what you're getting with Buck Showalter. If there's no experiment. 
it's we all we've got so much evidence of what it's like for Buck Showalter to manage a team. This isn't bringing in a young guy with an analytical approach or something. This is bringing in an established guy who you know what you're going to get. Yeah, well, you mentioned the analytics, Josh. Here's the quote from today's press conference um, as he was announced as the Mets manager had a Zoom call. Showalter said, listen to this, we would have loved to have a lot more analytics in Baltimore, but we didn't have the funding for it, and I'm looking forward to having it. <laughs> uh, you know who said something very similar? Zach Britton. Zach Britton said the same thing when he went to the Yankees. Yeah, about. Did. It would have been nice to have analytics in Baltimore. We didn't have it. I look forward to having it in New York. Yeah. I mean, I, I think anti-Buck Showalter folks, <laughs> this biggest kind of knock, he has two big knocks, the Zach Britton thing and the analytics thing. But you have to understand, uh, you can make arguments against both, both things. With the analytics part, I mean, that's an organizational decision type stuff, right? Like, that's not... Buck Showalter, Buck Showalter is not the person refusing to look at exit velocity. Right. He's not also not the guy though that's going to go buy all the equipment right to measure right. correct the spin rate. That's not Buck Showalter's and job. And prepare you in the minors doing that. And... Yeah, if that takes a whole organizational system shift. Right. Remember, yeah. we had an analytical team of one. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and now we have a whole you know a, a, you know a whole warehouse. Um, Division of, of, of analytics in, 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 in at, at, at Camden Yards and so um, in the warehouse. So it's not fair to say Buck Showalter's anti-analytics because he's never really been put in a position to prove if he's anti or pro because he wasn't given access to a lot of the information because as an organization, we just didn't really believe in that stuff uh-huh. or invest in that stuff. Maybe not believe yeah. in it, but we didn't invest in it. Hey, you want to do a little mini what if right now? All right. All right. What if Buck Showalter pulled Zach Britton out of the bullpen instead of Ubaldo Jimenez? Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing, Josh. We, we don't know, right? And, well, that's the whole point of a what if. Is yeah. My guess is that if Zach Britton came in, uh, he might pitch two innings, and then we have to bring in Ubaldo and lose the game. Right, because it's still a tie game, right? It's still exactly. a tie game. Like, it's, the game does not end until we score runs. Right. Um, and so, and, and Buck Showalter was saving him, right? Saving him for the save because... For once we got the lead, we'd yeah. still have to pitch. Yes. And so the whole plan was if we were going to win, Zach Britton would have pitched. Yes. Uh, we just never got to the position where we had a lead. Right, um, right. You could make because the same what, argument. You should have pitched him in the seventh inning or sixth inning, right? Well, like, and flip it around. You, you, put, you put Zach Britton in there and the Orioles take the lead. And now you got to go to Ubaldo for the save. And he blows the save, yeah. And he then blows the save then. I mean, that's why I don't buy into the let's hate Buck Walter because he didn't bring Zach Britton in. Well, here's my issue. I have two issues with it. One, well, let me first caveat it by saying I think it's outrageous that in this playoff game, the best pitcher in baseball that year, I mean, this is a year that people are arguing that Zach Britton yes. should have won the Cy Young. Right. That he doesn't pitch in the playoff game is outrageous. So okay, I understand defending, but like you should have pitched. Right. But you at the same time understand the strategy. I guess. I mean, the, the things that I would say to Buckshaw orders defense, and here's, here's the ultimate thing I would say to his defense. Uh, well, two, two things. First, they never get in that position. I don't think without Buckshaw Walter, right? Like you don't Correct. get in the position of being in that, you know, playoff game, um, that wild card game against Toronto Unless you have 
a good team managed well to get there. I would argue other managers wouldn't even have gotten to the playoff game to then make that big mistake. That's my first point. My, my second point is, what is Zach Britton? After that, after Zach Britton got screwed over and didn't get a chance to pitch in the playoff game when he was the best pitcher in baseball that year, what does Zach Britton have to say about Buck Showalter now? Well, Zach Britton must hate Buck Showalter after that, right? <laughs> no, he must no. have talked to no, he praised he praised Zach Britton and about the Mets getting Zach Britton, yeah, or getting I, Buck Showalter. And I think that tells you more than anything, right? That the fact. And, that, well, and Adam Jones spoke out too. So players, Adam Jones was part of that team as well. Yeah, and, and listen, I'm sure everyone didn't love Buck Showalter, but the fact that he made such controversial d- d- decisions and players still had his back, and I don't want to go here completely, but I just want to hint at this: John Harbaugh going for two. You watch the video, the him mic'd up, you know, and you see Mark Andrews come up, come up next to him after it doesn't work, and say, "Hey, listen, coach, you 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 made the right decision." You see him talk to Tyler Huntley um, and Latavius Murray, who said, "Go for it, we want to go for it, coach." Like those Ravens players, even though he's made controversial decisions that haven't worked out, those Ravens players have his back. Buck Showalter made controversial decisions that didn't work out. The players still have his back, right? That we're, we're not in an Urban Meyer situation where all the players are turn, 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 turning from him. Um, and I think and this is my kind of my takeaway from the Mets thing and managers. Can we talk about managers for a second? In terms of managers, the um, I think how you deal with players is the most important thing. The analytics matter, but to me. I mean, I want Mike Elias as my manager of my baseball team, right? Like, I want him in a certain position as a general manager. Like, certain players, I mean, certain positions have certain skills that are the most important. And as a manager, I think the ability to relate to players, the ability to get the best out of players, the ability to to, to motivate players, all those is separate from the analytics, even separate from the Zach Britton decision, which I think are even more important than one particular bullpen decision or the the analytics part. And when you see, just look this past year, playoffs, World Series, who are the two guys in there? Brian Snicker for the, for the Braves, Dusty Baker for the Astros. Two old-school guys, two old-school guys who aren't anti-analytics, but that's not their primary kind of gift and talent. Their primary gift and talent is motivating players, is connecting with players, is getting the right. players to perform. That's more important. I think we lose sight as fans, what a coach's job is and what his most important attributes and skills are. It's not analytics, right? That's part of it. But you have a whole kind of team that works for you that can help you with that stuff. Your job is to put players in the position to succeed and motivate players and get the best of the players and kind of um, have them fight for you. And I think Buck Showalter is the ideal candidate to, to do that with the Mets. And, yeah, I'm with you, Josh. I'm Let's go Mets this, this year. I'm a Mets fan. Yeah. I'm a Mets fan, and you know what? If we can see uh, Orioles Mets in the in the World Series, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I want. I'm all for um, that. I want Buck Showalter to win the World Series. I also wouldn't mind if he lost the World to Series the, to, yeah. to to the Orioles. I'd be okay with that as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, but either way, I'll be tuning in press conferences and all that to check yeah, it out. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad to see him back with the baseball team. And yeah. just fortunate he's with a good baseball team. And a team willing to spend money. So a lot of not like the Orioles. Right. All right. Um, 
You want to talk about Huntley and Jackson? Or you want to go somewhere else with this? Yeah, let's, I mean, yeah, let's talk about the Ravens because, I mean, what's the Orioles news? They signed a backup catcher to a minor league deal. Uh, with a cool name. Can I make a... <laughs> ben Boom? Ben yeah. Boom. <laughs> and you is that how you pronounce it or is it pronounced something else? It does look like Ben Boom. And the agent's name was like Joe Speed or something. The agent yeah, it was. It was Joe Speed. I don't remember that because I thought that was a fake name. That's a cool combination. Ben Boom and Joe Speed. Yeah. Like, I would sign that. Like, you just walk into the meeting and introduce yourself. Like, all right, let's do it. You're signed. Yeah. Um, no, can I, can I get permission to make an analogy between uh, Ravens players and Oriole players, Josh? So. Yeah. Uh, besides the fact that they stand behind their coach. <laughs> You just yeah, made that yeah, analogy. I just mentioned that. I think both Buckshaw Alter and Harbaugh. Uh-huh. I forgot Buckshaw Alter, by the way. I forgot he was here for nine baseball seasons. I forgot it was yeah. that long. Yeah. yeah. And what's crazy is that Harbaugh was here the entire time. Yeah. Harbaugh and he's still here. Forever. Yeah. Harbaugh is one of the longest running coaches in Brian football Billick now. Seems like a distant memory. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, it's probably uh, Belichick, and then probably Harbaugh is probably number two for longest out of an organization. Yeah, I mean, Tomlin's probably up there too, right? I don't know how long he's been there. Tomlin in Pittsburgh, yeah, let's see. Yeah. Um, but, but no, here's my comparison. So Huntley has been great the past couple of weeks. I mean, he dropped 30 against the Packers. So Huntley's been great. Um, and that's a great story. Here's a guy who went undrafted, which is kind of blows my mind because there's so many bad quarterbacks out there that Tyler Huntley somehow everyone missed him and he became an undrafted free agent and props to the Ravens yeah. for finding Ty- Tyler Huntley and, and shame on all the other and, GMs for letting Tyler Huntley go undrafted. Oh, and not only that, the perfect guy that can run the same offense as Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But, he, um, Josh, I texted you prior to the game against the Packers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Predicting that there would be a quarterback ugly. controversy after the Packers game. Did you? I thought you said it was going to be ugly. No, 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 no. I said the Ravens would win in a shocker and that there would be a quarterback controversy in Baltimore because Huntley would leave. Uh, Yes, and and my response was, yeah, Huntley's going to be in Pittsburgh next year Uh, because I don't think the Ravens walk away from Lamar. But it was very interesting to watch Huntley, and Huntley could do a lot of the things that Lamar could do, and he would be a much cheaper price tag. Well, and he could um, do something and the question better, is, like get rid of the, the ball question, quick, more quickly. The question is, how is his, his arm – is his arm better than Lamar's? Yeah, here's the comparison with the Orioles. It's very interesting. Huntley and Jackson. All right. I would say, I would say, and I think baseball is a good analogy of this because baseball is such a long season, and for short periods of time, average to below average to mediocre players, pedestrian players, play better than superstars for short spurts of time, right? Yes. So my comparison is Huntley is like Hans Alberto. And Hans Alberto can go on a streak, hit over 300, hit some doubles, look pretty good. But you know, you know that it's not going to last. You know that he, he's not a superstar. And Jackson, I think, is your Manny Machado, right? One of the most athletic, talented dudes in the league. Has the potential to win the MVP every single year. Huntley is a good player and, like, looks good in short spurts. But, you know, when, you, when you're talking about <laughs> an entire season of Hans Alberto at third base versus Manny Machado at third base, you kind of know who you want at third base. 
Uh-huh. Are you buying that analogy or you think I'm discrediting Huntley too much? I think you're discrediting Huntley a little too much. I don't think I am. I think Huntley is showing enough that he could – that he deserves a chance to be a uh, quarterback of an NFL team. After two starts? Three. Well, he, okay. remember, he came in and he, we basically seen him for two three games. Yeah. yeah, okay, fine. Um, I'm not saying he's better than Lamar, but I'm saying he sh- there's a lot of bad quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh, and a lot of teams uh, is Huntley better than Heineken over in DC? Heineke, yeah. Heineke, I think so. I'm sure is he's he, than whoever the, the Redskins have quarterback tonight, Gilbert or something? Right. Is he better than uh, oh, who's 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 quarterbacking for the Jets? Is it Minshew tonight? Uh, uh, Zach Wilson. Um, he's I thought it was. Last. Oh, okay. Who's starting for? Uh, where's Minshew playing? Minshew's playing someone tonight, right? No, he's not playing tonight. Who I, I did see his name pop up somewhere. Was I don't think it was the Jets, but I think Minshew did have an appearance, but not tonight because tonight is the Seattle with Wilson and Stafford, and then the Eagles have okay. Hurst and the Redskins have Gilbert. I mean the Washington Football Team. Um, but no, no, you're right. Like we could go down the list of of teams, Josh, and I would say I don't know ten teams in this league could use a quarterback. Um, yeah, and Huntley could fit. Half of them, especially yeah. with the newer – Huntley can run this newer style offense that we're seeing. But I feel like we see this dumb stuff all the time where a backup, calm, you know, Matt Castle or whatever from the, the Patriots has, you know, a handful of good games off the bench. And then all of a sudden someone pays them, you know, an insane amount of money and he's never good again. I feel like that happens all the time. So I'm not ready to crown T- Tyler Huntley. Like I think the league has to see him a little bit more. I'm not ready to crown him as a – Elite quarterback. Most of the throws he makes are really kind of simple five-yard passes. I mean, right. I'm not ready to. If I, I like, I would not be interested in giving up a top draft pick to get Tyler Huntley on my team at this point to make him my starter. Um, I would right. not do that if it's not an NFL team. But who knows? Who knows? Minshew is on the Eagles, so we saw okay. a lot of hype today about him going in instead of Hurts because uh, Hurts okay. was apparently hurt. Okay. So that's. Okay. But yeah, it's like. I don't know. I just think I don't know. I picked. I predicted the Steelers with you as that prediction earlier because it's he plays that same type of offense as Lamar. Everyone in the AFC North has a has a quarterback that does that type of play. Burrow runs around. Uh, what's his name in Cleveland? Runs around. Mayfield a little bit. Before Mayfield. All banged up. Yeah. yeah. None of, no, I mean, none of them running like Lamar. So I could see Pittsburgh bends out of there after this year. Yeah. I could see them trying to grab up Huntley. Well, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, if the Ravens like him, they won't let them get Huntley, right? Yeah, I mean, but how much do you spend on a backup quarterback? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, think but, I don't know. I think it's especially with Lamar styling, it's really good to have Huntley there. Um, right. As a backup. No, I agree. I totally agree. I love Huntley as a backup. I would like to see some uh, two QB things. Put Huntley out on that field with Lamar. Have some fun out there. I think the Ravens, I think it's crazy that the Ravens have been, they've lost these past three games, but they've barely lost these past three games where they should have lost, been blown out. They should have been blown out and to lose by one. I mind the going for two. I, but I don't think it was the right call because you had so much momentum going your way. You came back, you were down 14. You came back and got to that point where a field goal, you go into, to say that our defense last week, 
I understand our secondary was completely banged up. You were going to lose that game if you if you went to overtime. This week, our defense just made two stops so that we could come back 14 points. Give that give him another chance to stop again. Huntley's playing out of his mind. Give him a chance to get the ball. Every time he got the ball, they were scoring. Yeah. So, my my criticism with the move was um, one. I thought at the open to open the game, they should have kicked the field goal. And then it, right. the opening drive. Right. No, then course, that, no issue. Yeah, I mean, you, the, the, the what if becomes hard because... Everyone plays the did. game differently at that point. Yeah, and, and then you pin the Packers back, and then that leads to them punting, and then you score a touchdown on a kind of short field. So, right. like, does that happen if you kick a field goal? Right. Maybe not. And I also get... But if you go for that field that, goal, the Packers go for two at some point and either yeah. get it and, or don't oh, get it. Yeah, it's different. You can't... Um, but I kind of get Harbaugh's view of this game where it's like, um, it's kind of like when you're playing poker, Josh, do a poker analogy where someone has 10,000 chips and you only have 1,000 chips. Like at some point you just have to kind of risk it by going all in with oh, yeah. 10. Right. Because you, the problem you is no, you're outstacked. Um, right. At this point. The problem is that this has happened two out of three weeks. We've lost the game by trying yeah. to just go hard. No, but my biggest criticism with a two-point conversion, and just because it doesn't work out, to no. determine whether it was the right move or not, right? Right. And well, and that's why the Steelers, was it the Steelers game? Where that one, I don't mind that one at all because it was the right play. Lamar just made a bad throw. Right. This one, I don't like the play call. Right. It never um, looked like it was going to work. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what most people criticize the play call. I mean, they had freaking seven guys on Mark Andrews, as you should, because Mark Andrews was <laughs> the main weapon. You could throw it to any other receiver, they're wide open. But right. they were spending all their guys covering Mark Andrews, as they should. So, like, don't throw it to Mark Andrews. Um, and the fact that it looked like Tyler Huntley only had one read. Like, dude, he's playing well all day. Let him look at other players. And I don't know if that's a Huntley thing or a design thing. Uh, but, no, I was getting my biggest criticism, Josh, is that they didn't go for two earlier. When they were down 14 right. and they scored, that's the time to go for two. Well, because especially since. Two then, then you have more options at the end. If you right. don't get it, then you can go for two at the end to tie. But it just gives you and just, what like, does just it? Like the previous game. It gives well, you more options thing. if you go for two earlier. The previous game, it didn't work out when he went earlier, and John Harbaugh used that same excuse that you're using now. Hey, you go for it earlier so you have more options. Yeah, so Here, they didn't go for it early. Yeah. So it makes sense to go for two earlier when you score to, uh, to make it a seven-point game to then try to make it a six-point game. And then if you do convert it, you just have to kick the field goal. Are these stupid, are these stupid decisions? of going for two and not getting it three times in three weeks going to hurt his chances for coach of the year. Uh, yeah, because he's been, in the, he's been in the discussion for coach of the year because of the amount of injuries yeah. that this team's oh, yeah. dealt with. But if you don't make the playoffs, you don't win co- coach of the year. That's, that's a fact. That's true. So that's how the three losses are affected in that way. Yeah. Because we got a tight division. Yeah, and you're right, Josh, in the sense that you could argue with the Steelers, the Browns, the Packers these last three weeks. Given the state of our team and who we had out there playing, especially the Packers game, we have no business, no business being no. even competitive, no business. And the fact that we're competitive, this goes back to the Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter is criticized for what he did with Zach Britton, as he should be, but he also should be praised for getting that dump Orioles team in a position for that to happen. John Harbaugh, right? You can criticize him all you want, but John Harbaugh deserves praise for getting his team in a position yeah. 
where he can make that controversial call and go for two because they have right. no business even being in that position. Yeah, no, and that's what's kind of been fun about the Ravens is that they've been in these games that they shouldn't be in. Now, the scary part is they play the Bengals, the Rams, the Steelers, all games that they shouldn't be in as the final three. And they probably got to win at least two of them to get in the playoffs. And the yeah. Bengals blew us out earlier in the year. Yeah, and I think the Bengals this upcoming Sunday is the biggest game of the year, right? If you beat yeah. them, you're, you're in a good position. Right. Um, the Rams come into Baltimore, them, we can I, – I, feel like they can hang in with them. Yeah, but I think you, and you can lose to the Rams. Anyway, it doesn't matter um, if you beat the Bengals and the Steelers. Right, because um, you're in division. Yep. Yeah. Um, and because, I mean, the Bengals have the same record as us, right? And so if yes. you lose to them, you're doubly screwed because I don't know how the tiebreakers work, but I know if you lose to them twice, you don't get any <laughs> right. tiebreakers. Right. Um, and so we're kind of screwed if we lose to them. Uh, I think our season's pretty much done. Yeah, and the Steelers um, are somehow trying to pull their season out. They're yeah, still hanging in there. Yeah, we'll see what the Steelers do the next two weeks because I always feel like the Steelers are done, but then they always somehow. Right, and that'll be the last game of the season. So Yeah. Um, so it's going to be, yeah, an exciting. I mean, right now I see they're about three-point favorites, um, and that that's the Bengals. The, bang, sounds, the Bengals, yes. Yeah, and, and that sounds right. The Bengals are three-point favorites. That, that sounds right. We're, I think we're going to be underdogs in, in probably all the games. Um, right. Um, was that a Monday night or a Sunday night where the last one where that just got blown out 41 to 17 or something? Yeah, that one. I don't know if that was a Sunday or fight, but that was, yeah, that might have been a Sunday night game. I don't know, but that was, no, I feel like that was an afternoon game, but that was ugly. That was not even competitive. So, right. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know. The, the Bengals. I don't. The Bengals. I have every. I know. I know it's the Bengals. But, but the Bengals have also kind of caused us heartbreak in recent years, too. So. Yes. But I also, but I also at the same time, I feel like the Ravens with a whole bunch of backups are playing good ball. Yep. And somehow we had no secondary, and Aaron Rodgers didn't tear us apart. Yep. Um, so. Uh, Adams, Devontae Adams had one of his worst games of the year. Yeah. So uh, I like the game plan. Ravens do a good job of being in the game. Yeah. Um, the the other thing, just to put a bow in this John Harbor discussion, to me. What makes the most difference in the world is the reaction to the players about the decision. This is not John Harbaugh going rogue and ego tripping and thinking he's smarter than anybody. No, this is a players coach, John Harbaugh. Well, and it goes. The players have his back 100% with his decisions. And so that goes all the way back. He is not anti, you know, he's not doing his own thing. Like he is, the players have his back 100%. And to me, that's the most important thing. I don't care if fans have his back. But this goes all the way back back. to what was it, week three, where he was on the sideline saying, Lamar, you want to go for it? You want to go for it, Lamar? That that's it. All goes back to that as the players' coaches, yeah. as yeah. Um, he was doing the same thing with Huntley. He was doing the yep. same thing with Huntley. It's it like here? if you want to yeah. win it, go. Let's go. He has all the faith in his players, and because of that, the players have all their faith in him. Yeah, and I would argue both times he knew what his players were going to say. Oh, <laughs> so totally. Like he he argued his decision, but yeah, yeah, he didn't ask Justin Tucker what you want to do. He asked the quarterback out on the field. Yeah, what's court? Yeah, what are you going to say? Um, the, the other thing to wrap up this conversation, I'll say is, the, I think it was the right decision to go for two. However, the thing that only thing that I don't like, I went on Facebook.com, 
And people were like out, outraged that he would go for two. I have some friends who are Ravens fans who post on Facebook about the Ravens game, right. which is a little bit weird to me, but they do it. And anyway, anyway they, they were outraged about going for two. And then you go from Twitter, and Twitter, everyone's like supporting him for going for two. Just the difference of the Twitter Facebook platform. And but, I think it's a difference of Ravens fans versus non-Raven fans. Yeah, but but here's the thing, Josh. The condescension, how condescending some Raven fans are. There's a guy called Connor Newcomb. I don't know who this guy is. He does the Orioles. He, I do know. He does Orioles locked arms. But he said, yeah. if you were not, if you did, if you were not like pro going for two there, you just, you've never played ball before. No, like, he you don't know ball. No, that's a mean anything. As, as if this, this is very debatable decision. As, and also, by the way, I don't know. Um, I should pull well, that I'm misquoting it, but like, if you don't know ball, I don't know what that even means. Like any right. type of ball, like are you I don't not know. able to talk about any type of sport? He but knows how to talk. He knows how to type on Twitter. Jimmy Seafood tweeted almost the same thing um, about like, like you, you never played ball before. If you think the right decision to go for one, I'm like, what, what are we talking about here, guys? Jimmy Seafood. So, yeah, Jimmy Seafood. So do you think Jimmy? Do you think Jimmy so Seafood and uh, Joe Speed hang out? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Jimmy Seafood is, is, I mean, you know Jimmy Seafood. I know, I know. It's just how you're saying it makes me laugh. I will say, yeah, here, here's this quote. call he said, is. It, it, here's Jimmy Seafood's quote. Jimmy's famous seafood, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I know what you're talking. We all know what you're talking about. <laughs> if you are second guessing John Harbaugh's decision to go for two, you probably never played organized sports. <laughs> what is that? It's so, it's so condescending. It's right, like it, it is. But here's what I'll say. To bring it back to comparing with the Orioles, the part that the reason it stings a little bit more for fans is because it's very similar to leaving Zach Britton in the bullpen. We have the greatest kicker ever, and we left him on the on the sideline, yeah. where he could have tied. In all these situations, he could have tied the game, and we go to overtime. And this is multiple times it hasn't worked. Yeah, exactly. So it's very similar to leaving Zach Britton. Sure, you don't bring him Zach Britton, and doesn't mean the Orioles win that game. Yeah. But you left your best pitcher in the bullpen. Bringing Tucker in doesn't mean you win the game. But you didn't even let him help you try to win the game. You tried to do it without him. Yeah. When he's the best football, when he's the best kicker ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I agree here. And and I hope the Orioles make the. I mean, I hope the Ravens make the playoffs. I hope John Harbaugh is named Coach of the Year because this year has been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but but if they don't, if they don't make the playoffs, if they lose to the Bengals and, and don't make the playoffs, it's still been kind of an incredible year. Just to, plenty to be excited for for next year. Get yeah. healthy. Yeah, to, yeah, to get healthy, get a, a whole roster back, right? A whole. Yeah. I mean, everyone back. It's just been an insane year. Um, and I I pulled up longest tenured uh, coaches. And I okay. forgot, Belichick is obviously the, the top yeah, dog. He's the longest. Tomlin has to be up there. Yeah, uh, Tomlin was number three. Okay. And Harbaugh is one year behind Tomlin in number four. There's a guy we both forgot about in number two. Guy we both forgot about. Yeah, um, yeah, forgot about him. He had a year off of football. He was suspended for a year. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I think Payton. his number is Sean Payton. Payton. Sean yeah. Payton's been in New Orleans forever. They're making a Netflix show about him now, right? About Sean Payton? Yeah, there's a Netflix show or movie about that season, I think. No, I don't know. There's a there's a uh, there's a movie coming out about uh, uh, the quarterback. Tom Brady? No, no, no. A Drew Brees. No, no, no. The quarterback that went from the Arena League. Oh, Kurt uh, Warner. Yeah, Kurt Warner. Yeah, there's a Kurt Warner no. movie coming out. Yeah, but there's another Netflix movie about I think just that season or something. 
about the contra- about the betting season or whatever he got suspended for the. I forget what he got suspended for, but it, that it season? Was for, yeah, it was for uh, Bounty. It wasn't that Bounty Gate where they oh, yeah, bounty, bounty Gate on players. Yeah. I'd rather see the. I'd rather see Netflix make a movie about the Vikings uh, boat. Remember, a lot of Viking players got suspended for, like, a party on a boat. For shenanigans on the boat. I'd rather yeah. Netflix make a documentary about the, the last um, few months of the Buck Showwater Dan Duquette era. That would be- I'm, I'm all for that, yes. That would be... That would be like a. Uh, there's some there's some stories there with Buck Show, Dan Cat. I know their stories. Have you ever seen? Have you have you watched the show uh, Billions on HBO no. or something? No. Okay. I've seen the show That's Succession, how, which is probably similar to Billions. Right? Similar, similar. Yeah, I haven't. I've only seen one episode of Succession, I've but I like the idea of. I like the idea of taking an infight like this and taking it like doing a big drama. Uh, TV show and making it about a baseball organization. Oh like, man! Like the Ted Lasso is Ted Lasso is fun, but let's bring some like anger and frustration into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can you imagine just about the Orioles? I mean, <laughs> exactly. The Ravens would be boring with the shot. Right. Right. The Orioles would be. But you're not the Angelos right. And the Angelos Suns and guys like Dan Cat and then Buck Showalter. Oh, we got we got to write this. We're not gonna. The Orioles won't give us the rights, so we'll have to come up with a new team name. Yeah. But this would be – why is there not a storyboard out there for this? You could do multiple seasons of the fans hate the owner, the owner hates the fans. Well, I'm wait, and I'm waiting for someone – if this was politics, there already have been books about it. So, someone needs to write a book about it. Someone yeah. who's inside the White House. Trip Norton, if you're listening to this, write a book, Trip you know, Norton, about what you yeah. yeah, we keep putting off having Sam on here to talk about his podcast about, uh, yeah, the, rumor. This, about the rumor. But what he really needs to do is that's small potatoes. you got to get into this big thing, Sam. Yeah, Let's really yeah, see the yeah, story yeah, of the yeah, Angelos yeah, in Baltimore. Yeah, we'll give Sam the next idea for the, for the next we'll, uh, we'll give, rumor. Yeah, we'll give Nestor some time. Get Nestor's in there as the as the villain. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> as another villain. I'm sure, I'm, oh, I'm sure Nestor has some things to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that would be so much fun to do. Yeah. So. It's true, but no one will. Uh, I mean, you can't count on Rocco Baco to. No, no to, one will speak to, out to, get, to spill the tea here. Uh, which means, that. which means we're gonna have to make it like fiction. But it's going to have to be one of those based on real situations yeah. or whatever they say. You know when it's a movie and they completely blow it up and it's not really realistic, but they say it's based on real life, but I feel based like on need, real situations. I feel like we need, we, need, we need to get a source, you know, a source inside the White House who kind of saw – or inside the White House, inside, inside, in, in, inside the warehouse who has seen yeah, some but, of that stuff. But I'm saying we're never going to get it, so we need to just make it fake. Okay. We've got the premise. Now yeah. we just got to write the episodes. All right. I can. Yeah, we, we've seen we've seen Dan Duquette uh, pace up and down the hallway on his cell phone. Yeah. Clearly, at some point, he slammed it down. We can write this thing. Yeah. We could even have an entire episode dedicated to Buck Showalter interactions with Hyunsu Kim. <laughs> exactly. In the background. <clears throat> Dan right, right. brought this guy in. Hyunsu Kim. Buck Showalter refuses to play him. That yeah, be an episode right there. Right, and meanwhile they're bringing him all the food and everything. <laughs> yeah, Duquette's yelling at Buck. It's exactly this just writes itself. Yeah. So, how how are we doing on your list of show topics? I don't know. I got words everywhere now. I think we got it all. <laughs> words everywhere. I got I, uh, words everywhere. Yeah, I did want to say uh, that we both decided to do some non-baseball stuff this weekend. And, and without oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. talking to each yeah. other, yeah. without talking to each other, we made the same plans, whatever, 2,000 miles apart. 
yeah. for something that neither of us would ever have done in our life. Yeah, and something I didn't even know was a thing outside of outside of here. I didn't know it was like a, a countrywide thing. No, no. We got dragged by other people to this, yeah. and I thought that it was only in Orlando, and you thought it was only in D.C. Yeah. So we both went to the Van Gogh immersion thing. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the immersion uh, the experience. experience. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Mine was in a convention center in Orlando. Okay. Mine and at, at the, the s- end of a strip mall in D.C. Okay, all right. So they're both in weird spots. Yeah. Uh, mine was right next door to a bodybuilding competition. Okay. So the entire place smelled like sweaty men and women and tannin oil. Mine and- was right next to, uh, they had a name for it, beer. It was something beer, like beer theater. But it wasn't called beer theater. It was a clever name that had to do with like booze and movies or something. I think it was a, a movie theater that presumably okay. sold beer as well. All right. Um, so- all right. So neither of us – I knew Van Gogh did the Starry Night thing. That's all I know about Van Gogh before going to this. Yeah, and I just knew that from Boy Meets World. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, so we both got dragged into this thing. Um, so I did, I, did, I did my research before going. Like by, by doing my research, I downloaded like five podcasts about Van Gogh and spent the previous oh. two days just listening to podcasts about Van Gogh. That's, that's pretty good. I didn't. I read all the things on the wall when we went out there okay. and learned about Van Gogh. Um, and I, and I didn't do much look into what we were going to. Now, Me either. I had no idea where we were going. All right. So what this thing is, is I did not know that it was one room. Yours was just one room also, right? No. We had like six rooms. Did you really? Yes. We had one room. Oh, that's weird. No, we had and, multiple rooms. And everyone sat in one room, and it's just video thing just played all around. Yeah, that was the final room, but you had to walk through, like, five rooms to get to that room for ours. What was in the other rooms? Um, there was just, you know, like a timeline of his life. Some okay, paintings. that was in the lobby. Um, some paintings. There was a couple sculptures. There was, a, there, was um, a, there was, like, a sculpture of letters and a bunch of timelines in the lobby. There was, some like, his head sculpture of him aging through time. That was there in the was, lobby. Yeah, there was another okay. one that shows, like, his paintings of lilacs aging through time. Okay. All right. um, but yeah, you kind of walked through these smaller rooms. There was right. one with I don't, kind of a 3D image where you, you looked out the window. He looked out when he painted. No, I didn't. Night. No, we didn't get that. I didn't get that. Um, all right. So then when you go in the main room with the, with the projections all everywhere, which yeah. was cool. It was yeah, very cool. cool. Uh, it's a 40-minute video. Yeah, you got paintings the, combined with video. Yeah, it's moving paintings and stuff, yeah. and it's all four I mean, walls yeah, around you. Music. Yeah, classic yeah, music. Yeah, and music. Um, did you have a chair? Uh, we, we, we had a bench. We were, sit, we were sitting on a bench. You got a bench. Yeah. That's nice. Did everyone in your room get a bench? No, some people were on the floor. Okay. Yeah, they only had a couple benches in my room. And they had I circles on the floor like where you were supposed to sit. Seats. Uh, did you get a seating pad? No seating pad. <laughs> See, they gave us, as you walk in, you get a, a seating pad that looks like the pads that old men bring to like the ball game. Oh, sure, a little cushion, a little cushion. A little cushion? Yeah. yeah, so they gave those to us, but we had to return them when we came out of the room. But they had, like, Starry Night on them. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So then you, we had, but we had to sit on the floor, which was really odd, with, like, 200 other people all sitting on the floor. Yeah, a little bit weird. So, it was but weird. experience art together. I don't know. Like, I, was, I had mixed feelings. On the one hand, I was like, this is kind of cool and a good way to get kind of young people into art. It's all the young people yeah. there, which is kind of neat. On the other hand, it was like kind of sad. Like this is what it takes for people to look at art. We got to add a bunch of 
a bunch and, of other kind of side effects just to make people sit here and appreciate Van Gogh. Right. Well, I don't know. I have mixed feelings. Yeah, and it kind of I liked it. I thought it like yeah, it was cool to watch. We and, and we ended up watching it twice all the way through. Okay. Um, and it was cool, and I liked all that. Um, but you're right. I see, and and I didn't know anything about Van Gogh, so it was interesting to learn about him. And I know he was crazy because all artists are crazy. Yeah. But to see how his whole life went and how that influences his painting and stuff was interesting. Yeah, and he has a couple cool things about him where, which I like for artists, where it's like mysterious, right? Like. The, the cutting the ear off, there's some mystery yeah. there. Did he do it? Did he get in an argument with his roommate and the guy, right. the guy did it? And then with his death, like he's committed suicide, but some people said, no, he didn't commit suicide. And that's, he was shot. And I liked a little bit of the controversy around I, life, which I enjoy. Right. But it's also why I get this whole pretentious, like these art people know better than us. Like, I, like I've never met Van Gogh, but I know that these dark, darker areas of the sky mean this. Yeah, was because he was having a sad part of his life or something. So yeah, yeah, and that gets weird too because yeah, because I think it helps you understand that. Like I read, I teach you know books every year, and so I know a lot more about the symbolism of Great Gatsby than some random dude who walks on the street does. But you can still just pick up Great Gatsby and appreciate it without being right. kind of pointing out all these little symbols that Fitzgerald put, 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 puts in there. But I think. That, like, I think what Van Gogh does, it, it throws you in there to, like, a, I don't know, like a quick 40-minute lecture session on Van Gogh and art. And, yeah. yeah, I think you, you can learn a, a lot through it. And it's engaging for people who normally would not find themselves in a museum looking at Van Gogh stuff. Right. I would, right. I'm not a museum-type guy. So yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was overpriced, though, to just watch a video. Especially when I found out that the same video is playing across the country and you're watching it in D.C. too, so it's not even a traveling thing. Yeah, I thought it was. Now, I knew a little bit that the, it started in Europe and was super popular just because... But I thought it went one city at a time. Yeah, and I thought there'd be, like, actual, I don't know, Van Gogh paintings. Yes, me too. <laughs> there was, there I, was all, exactly. all just, like, uh, projections Digital. of Van Gogh paintings. Yeah. Right. Um, right. I thought it was more like a traveling show, not a movie. Yeah. That they can I mean, broadcast everywhere yeah, at once. That's what we thought as well. I mean, Emily bought her tickets in March just to go this past weekend. I mean, oh, wow. Because they were sold out before that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know when we I got ours. It's easier to get it, but that must have been right when it came out. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, I think we bought ours a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I also, on Friday night, saw the Nutcracker Ballet. Oh, nice. That's so my big takeaway from the weekend is that I need baseball back. Yeah. Because <laughs> baseball's on lockout, and I'm going yeah. to Van Gogh and the ballet. Yeah, you got me with the Nutcracker Ballet. <laughs> yeah. um, but all these things, yeah, and the week before I went to the Bino Rabo Museum, to go to their, um, we haven't talked about it, but to go to their, um, what, what, what was it called? The uh, is that movie with Tom Hanks, that Chris movie with Tom Hanks, with the train, Polar Express. Polar Express. Polar Express. That thing was fine. Was it again, cool? Because yeah, it that fine. was it's expensive and it's super hyped up. People get really excited about Polar Express. Yeah, experience. The kids loved it. The kids loved it. I okay. thought it was way too expensive for the experience, but oh, the kids enjoyed it. That's how I feel about Van Gogh. But similar to Van Gogh, yeah, similar to Van yeah. Gogh, where, what I paid this for, I paid this much for this, but I guess I'm exactly. just, maybe, maybe that's it. You just pay for experiences now, and they, they cost that's a lot of money. That's why we watched it twice. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I can't leave now. We paid this that's amount of money. What, yeah, I mean, we were in and out, I would say, a little, a little over an hour. We were in and out of there. Um, yeah. Got it. But, no. All right. But anyway, we got Christmas this weekend. 
because baseball's not doing anything until <laughs> January. Yeah. And hopefully we see some, uh, you know, basketball and football games, right? Things are getting a little things are getting a little testy around here. Moving yeah, I know. Tuesday, Tuesday night players, football, a little weird. Yeah, get a little testy here. Yep, yep. We'll see. I hope. Yeah, I saw NHL was talking about shutting down. Oh, they already did. Yeah, they shut down till. Did they shut down? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I hope we got some football to watch together. I'm excited to come back and and spend some time with you, play some Mario Kart, watch some Ravens, and do some podcasting. Yeah, that sounds like a good Christmas to me. Yep. And get some uh, and see all your gifts from Bucky's. <laughs> I just bought, yeah, I bought some food from Bucky's. Um, I PlayStation update. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Last thing in my notes. PlayStation update. Check. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been two weeks since we talked. He's pretty much told me every day they're coming that day. Still hasn't. Still hasn't. I got on them this weekend. He says they're coming tonight. I said, I just texted him a minute ago, are you bringing them to me? And he says, I expect to have them. I'm at my work dinner, and then I'm going. Last week, he told me that work shuts down this week, so he had to get them Friday because he wouldn't be able to get them this week. Uh, he's just giving more excuses. It's the, update. the update is more excuses. And I told him that I was... I told him that I was going to make this into a spinoff podcast. Did I talk about this on here? That I think that I could take him and his oh, yeah, excuses did, yeah. for a year and turn yeah. it into a spinoff podcast about this mysterious guy and his what? excuses and lies. Yeah, and this is a perfect example, Josh, where here's what I don't understand. He said the work closes down so he can't get them to you. Oh, this all. Is perfect reprieve from texting you for two weeks because yes. the work shut down. But he doesn't it's, even do that. He doesn't even take the reprieve. No. He comes back a week later when work is supposed to be shut down and say he's going to get yes. it. He already had a built-in excuse to text you for two weeks, but he comes back into it, which right. boggles my mind. It's just like when he used the COVID excuse. He had an excuse had to excuse. buy him 10 days, but he still had excuses every day, other day. Yeah, why the um, excuse? <laughs> so, so I've been thinking through this more. I think we can do it as a true crime type investigatory uh, podcast. I just need someone to. At, are we going to drive to the warehouse? Are we going to do uh, interview people around the warehouse? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna camp outside his house. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna reenact the text messages with you being this guy and I'll be the other guy. Yeah. And we go through and uh, and really nail this guy down. Yeah. And one day the PS5s will show up. Yeah. And I told him I needed to flip them for Christmas, and it's he's, it's going to be hard to flip them for Christmas well, if I don't get them before Christmas. Yeah, Josh. Josh, I know. I, ho- I hope there's some. <laughs> I hope there's some moms in Florida looking for some PS5s on Christmas Eve, yeah. or the Christmas Eve Eve, because I'm going to be in Maryland Christmas Eve. Yeah, uh, I bet you. I so. bet you can find some buyers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hope. I think that would be a problem. That's hope. Yeah. So, I think the bigger problem is getting the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. All right, well, guys, you can uh, check us out on Twitter while I tweet about my Mario Kart updates. Um, and you can follow also on uh, Instagram, at Section 336 yep. show. Write us a review on iTunes. Any new reviews on iTunes, Josh? I haven't checked. I, I haven't either. So go ahead and write a review on iTunes, and next week we'll check. And we'll come read them yep. in the air. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at Section 336. You can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Roca. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. And go Ravens. And go Mets.
Worried about increasing interest rates? Lock in a low rate on your next auto or personal loan. Find out more at PathwaysCU.com. Pathways Financial Credit Union, your true financial partner. Member NCUA, equal housing lender. Fact or myth? In the big game, the coin toss usually comes up heads. That is a myth. In fact, tails has come up more often in recent years. Football is full of myths, like the pigskin isn't actually made of pigskin. Gambling is a share of myths, too. Unfortunately, believing gambling myths can cost you a lot of money. So learn what's myth and what's fact at KeepItFunOhio.com. You'll also find helpful tips, interesting quizzes, and great games all to help ensure gambling is always fun. 